0: Hello, and welcome to episode number four of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra, and today we'll be chatting with Owen DeForge. Owen is a painter and illustrator who's based out of Dublin. Uh, we chatted about the art that he makes, the current art scene, David Hockney, and the origins of the Chupa Chup logo. And I'm not really too sure how it got into the conspiracy stuff at the end. But anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy. Uh, it's now time for that theme music to start the show. the who art thou podcast and we're here today with owned forge thank you so much for coming on man hello hey what's the crack thank you so for anybody who doesn't know your work how would you explain it
1: um it's painting mostly yeah it's it's pretty broad it's pretty general like uh i do a whole lot of different stuff but um i guess the main thing that i'm really trying to push at the moment is uh like non-rectangular stuff yeah I've been uh I've been like chopping bits of wood and just kind of painting those so
0: so like um where did your like initial interest in art come from was that like was your family relatively artistic or was it just something that you developed over time uh
1: not yeah like it's it's not not so much in my family um it's kind of like when I was a kid I was more into other stuff like film writing and uh that's kind of what i thought i was going to do um but i always drew a little bit as well and like a, a lot of my friends were quite into drawing so it's just kind of something that we did naturally and uh yeah i i guess like i went to college to do animation um just cuz i thought it was it was you know the the more sensible path um but i i really really enjoyed painting so you, That's I, kind of something that I, I got into.
0: Yeah, because with animation, like did you just kind of was it just as soon as you finished that you just want to do something else? Or what like what was the what like was it
1: always going to be painting in your mind or like um I kinda thought I was going to I wasn't that interested in painting before I went to college. Um it was really just in the first year. We I did like a, a core year. Um, and so we had a whole painting module and the teacher was like, absolutely amazing. Um, and like, so I feel like I just kind of learned so much, um, and just saw myself improve really, really quickly as well. That I was like, oh my God, maybe this is like <laughs> something that I'm actually good at. So I feel like up until that point, I hadn't, um, hadn't really taken to anything very easily. Yeah. And so that was kind of a rush for me, just like getting good at something really quickly. Um,
0: it is pretty fantastic and when you have. Oh, sorry. sorry to... No, I was just gonna say, like, because you mentioned having an amazing teacher. Like, when I was in NCD, I was really there was a part of me that really, really, really wanted to do uh, painting. Like, I had an England to do graphic design, but there was part of me that wanted to do painting as well. But like when we we had the core module as well in our first year, and then you pick your discipline. Like, do you want to go into fine art or do you want to go into design? And um, as soon as we got into design, like working with like graphic designers, um, just blue like how well they were able to teach you stuff it was just that i was like oh shit there's like much more to this than just advertising do you know what i mean like it's it's a the the discipline i just got hooked on the discipline with the way they actually like a great well i'm basically saying it's an amazing teacher it goes a long way like in terms of uh, drawing interest yeah absolutely uh so what uh... Was well, so, oh yeah um, so like with painting like were, were you self-taught then or like like did you have like
1: did you do painting classes or um I mean like I, I wouldn't really say I was I don't really think anyone is self-taught unless they like literally never have a lesson <laughs> um a like I, I I kind of my only real like uh like teaching is just from that one year and then like other years in college like I did a lot of life drawing which really feeds into my work Um, so like, I'm definitely not self taught because, like, that's where I got the sort of skills and the foundation. Um, but like, I kind of feel like once you've learned the basics like that, that's pretty much all you need to know. And then you just like, you kind of have the fundamentals that you have to build on and then just like develop your own kind of path. So, I guess, like, a combination of being taught and being self taught is really like. What I enjoy. Mm.
0: And like, so when you were initially painting, that you were you were you using like it was acrylics, wasn't it? Like at the start. Like when did you start using? Was yeah. it, and watercolors as well. Like when did you start using oils? Because I find oils um, like
1: super tricky. Like I guess they're tricky. Yeah. Like they're they're massively forgiving, but also just like really messy. So there's a lot of pros and cons to it. I feel yeah. like you just need to be more patient with oils. Um. But like. Yeah, I started with acrylics just because it's just practically so much easier in, mm. in college environments, and also just like like when you're teaching people, you know, it takes so long for oils to dry, and it can get really messy really quickly. So yeah, I guess like the learning the basics with acrylics was easier, but then like once I started using oils, I got really I got really spoiled by like the open times and just the kind of like malleability and the the variety of textures and stuff that you can get. Um, with acrylics now, I just feel really, really stuck, and I feel like the colors get super muddy, and it just dries on the palette, and it all chips, and just, it's, it's really gross. <laughs>
0: I, <yeah. laughs> I even just love the smell of oils when you're painting with them. But uh, that was when it's, I started... Uh, it's pretty nice. Yeah. When I started using them for the first time, though, I remember um, I used to do, like uh, for whenever any of my cousins were getting married, I would do them a painting and like the first one that i did i was like i'm going to try an oil painting for this particular painting it was a painting of like a horse i think and um the the wedding was in like 5 weeks i was like i've plenty of time to get painted and framed and then after um like after a week i came back to it and i was like it's fucking still it's still wet like the just the 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 way the way <laughs> yeah they, exactly <laughs> i had no idea just going in blind like i had no idea that they took that long to dry <laughs> They yeah, are I remember the
1: first time I think like before I even did like a an actual painting I just did kind of like a little test where I just like got a tube of oil paint and I was like hmm, what's this and I just kind of blobbed it onto a like mixed some colors and just like mm. blobbed it onto a piece of paper and I just spent like a, it was really thick as well like it was like a pasto kind of level of, of application so I spent a couple of weeks just watching it being like nope it's still not dry yet." <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay just like a big mold of a But uh, it doesn't really bother me anymore (laughs) yeah just on a piece of paper like out of the (laughs) way just trying to understand this material (laughs) but uh, it doesn't bother me at all anymore really like i just kind of i think it's something you just get used to yeah
0: and it was like it's just like now i would
1: have a few paintings on so i was just going to say that i would like usually have a few paintings on the on the go at once so um so I, like if I'm waiting for something to dry, I just kind of move on to that. Oh, you don't just stick with one, I like you have a few? Like no, you're working yeah, on they, they usually take me like uh yeah, they would usually take me like too long that I would get I would get really bored and frustrated with one of them. Hmm. Um so I'd have like three or four that I'm working on at the same time, probably.
0: And from like from looking at your cause it was going obviously it was going through your portfolio um since we announced that we we're gonna be doing this, and I was just seeing like from like two thousand and seventeen and then onwards, I was just seeing like your um your paintings getting like pro- like progressively more kind of abstract and more playing with like forms and stuff. I was just wondering what kind of uh bring like what kind of interests you in that kind of the shapes that you put in because like the um the paintings that you're working on now at the moment are just like the the, the very unique looking the way you have them formed out. I was just wonder what kind of brings
1: you to those kind of shapes. Uh, I'm not really sure. I guess like probably just comes from abstract art like I just most kind of not all but like most contemporary painting is abstract I think there's Mm -hmm. definitely like a wave of of figurative painting that's happening now which is which is great um but like I guess I kind of felt like the paintings I was doing at the start just weren't really didn't feel like contemporary um And then like that which was fine for me because i didn't really care about Hmm. about contemporary art when i started out but then it's just like looking more at other painters and kind of like seeing that there's like you know a community like like where ideas kind of feed across yeah um i don't know like because i just kind of started sketching shapes and then it's all totally like intuitive i just kind of doodle something and then if i like it i build on it and if i don't like it i just try something else so it's not really referencing anything in particular like it it's just kind of shapes that come out of my head so do you
0: you sketch before you paint then do you like you would do like would you sketch in like a notebook before you jot it down on canvas
1: yeah actually like most of the all of the, the non rectangular ones that I do because I have to actually like build them before I start painting them, yeah, yeah. I would do I'd usually use like photo collage and like just like digital painting and digital sketching and stuff um, in like Photoshop or Procreate. Um, so I'd do them out there and then have like a grid and then just like transfer that onto the wood that I'm going to use.
0: Yeah, how did actually? How did the 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 because you're like, like that you were saying there that they're no longer like recta. You're making the actual the the, the boards like that you painting on all this. How did that come about? Like, was that just an idea? Was that just organically,
1: or did
0: you, did you just decide to do
1: it? Yeah, um yeah, like uh, I, I just felt kind of like that. I didn't really, I wasn't really sure what my paintings were like about. Mm. Like, I just felt like I was. To painting my friends and stuff but it wasn't like i don't know like still re- really enjoyable but um but i kind of felt like i could be a little bit more creative yeah and uh i think i was reading a book about it was like a book of interviews with david hockney um oh, and i was looking lovely. at like some uh some like documentaries with him and stuff and he definitely like touched on those kind of things like that uh, there's this, there's kind of always been non-rectangular painting, but um, but like no one, like people like David Hockney, people they would kind of like do a bit of it for a while and then like, but it it always felt just like a little bit throwaway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah,
0: I know what you I know what you or mean. Kind yeah. of like
1: gimmicky, which is which is a weird word, like,
0: but I mean, but like. I I wouldn't really but, means, like. but your art style definitely lends to the actual the shapes that you're making. Like it, it the the the, um, the canvas is just as much as a part of the um, the image as the actual images as well. They look really like they look really, yeah, really striking as well. Tra- like it doesn't come across as like, oh, I'm just not going like, to use a square rectangular format just just for the f- fucking fun of it. Like it actually like it looks and it looks really really good because I, I get there are people that kind of come out with stupid, especially like in modern art just just try people trying things that are just so out there for the sake of being out there rather than them you know actually yeah. having an actual purpose I'm trying to think of yeah I mean like I don't have. think
1: there's anything wrong with that necessarily like I mean it's cool to kind of just try every mad idea you can come up with and I guess mm. like the thing of being a good artist is having the ideas and then Knowing which ones are the good ones and which ones are the shit ones, so, and we're throwing <laughs> the shit ones away.
0: <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Do you know? Eve, I was just—I uh, um, was going to say—you mentioned David Hockney there, and it was t- um, I was—I remember watching a video of him when we were when I—I I went to a, when I was in Still Oregon, uh, the art—the art course there for portfolio, and they were shown as a video of him. I think he spent like an hour or two hours, if not way longer just framing exhibitions and I know I know like literally just on the way that on the levels and stuff I was just wondering like with exhibitions like um when you go in do you find them nerve rattling or did, like because I know you've exhibited quite a bit in the last year since you've the last couple of years like how, how do you go into an exhibition basically
1: uh, is what I'm asking like you mean like what like with my work yeah yeah, yeah. in an exhibition yeah um I don't know I, I don't I don't feel like I've really done it that much to be honest like um I've had like a couple of group shows that I've been involved with. Um like I got a piece in twenty eighteen into the RHA open sub. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that was actually like kinda of wild for me because I it was the first time I'd entered and when I got in it was just like, oh shit, I'm like cream of the crop I've made it now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like I'm I'm a, I'm a big deal. And then I think like I entered the next year and I was just shocked that I didn't get in. <laughs> I was oh. just like, oh okay, you know what? Like there's a lot of great artists out there and, But
0: to uh, be in it in general is just kind of fantastic.
1: Because
0: that is one of the one yeah, that, that, really that cool. exhibition is one of the best exhibitions I think in Dublin anyway for art. Like just going into it every year is fantastic. The IHA is an amazing spot. I remember, what was it? Uh, whatever, it's so I, cool. It's so cool. Like there was, I remember myself and my friend Owen were, we stayed over at a friend's house in town. This is last year. And we're really, really, really hung over. And for whatever reason, we're like, we'll go into the RHA. And they were exhibiting this um, really dense surrealism uh, video installation. And, um, that was like full of subliminal messaging, extremely loud music. And like I think we lasted about 20 minutes before we went, why are we doing this today of all days? <laughs> like <laughs> But that's what I love about it is that you actually get like it's that's you so get good. mad shit as well as just like really just like just cool paintings, just cool
1: art. It's a class little spot. Yeah, that's kind of what I like it just as a as a building, as a space, it's like quite amazing. And then like I feel like there's a pretty good balance like for being like an academic institution that um they have enough sort of appreciation for like formal technique um what balancing that with like new ideas and Mm. space for for new things like um i don't know i just feel like if i had been around in like pre-impressionism kind of times with like the paris salon and like the uh all of those like standards that you had to fit into. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just don't think I would have had a chance.
0: <laughs> Actually just bringing it back to um, kind of like your actual art style and all that kind of kind of, what like, cause you, you paint like a lot of portraits and stuff like, and human form, like what brings you in terms of like interest mostly to the human form, would you say? Um,
1: It's kind of just what I've always done. Like, it to me it kind of feels like the the default painting like what am I going to paint oh I'll paint a person, paint a person like, um, yeah. I don't know yeah like it, it I I guess because like in college I was doing animation so we were studying like like you do some I think we do like five hours of life drawing on like a Tuesday yeah a ton of life drawing, um, yeah. every week so yeah like that was kind of just my main reference for for drawing would be like people, um, and if I was going to draw something like on paper out of my head, it would just be like a really kind of warped, distorted like person, <laughs> sort of human figure. Um, also, like the kind of art that like when I was applying to animation college, um, my uh, my like portfolio teacher told me to look at Egon Sheila, Who um, do you know? No. It's uh I feel uh, like I
0: should now. Like
1: uh you really should. I I think you would you would love this stuff. It's uh it's 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 twisted. All right, okay. <laughs> but it's just like it's like uh viennese artist um you know like Gustav Klimt. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I know that, yeah. I know that much. <laughs> yeah,
1: so he okay. I think he was a I think he was a uh like a pupil of his or um or like worked with him or anyway. Uh, they okay. were in the same kind of circle and uh he just did, like, really, really, like, exaggerated human forms that were still, like, but, like, you could tell that there's, like, a really, really strong basis of anatomy there. Okay. So it's, like, it's kind of, like, uh it's kind of, like, figurative art, figurative painting meets, like, expressionism. Abstract, well, not abstract, but, like, okay. it's just, like, really, really pushing the human body for, like, just like pure emotion and so that's always kind of stuck with me um no
0: animation is cool. like i remember um life drawing classes like for anybody who's trying to get into drawing life drawing classes are are just fantastic like i remember the i remember the first time doing it i kind of started getting good at it like just actually being able to sketch like a whole person in about 30 seconds and being pleased with it going like that looks like a person Mm -hmm. but then our teacher um Started trying to mix it up by having us sketch the the guy while he walks, which just really blew my mind. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. like that exercise, I was just like, fuck me. Like, it's, and you kind of like yeah. you, you're kind of like you're looking up going, staying still. Then you kind of have to kind of um, uh, basically pinpoint where exactly his foot's going to go or whatever. So I would say like obviously that mm. that even that stuff like is probably absolutely central to, to animation. But uh, yeah, I remember even yeah, actually. Yeah, we
1: did that a lot.
0: That that the movement one, the like the walking. Yeah, the walking yeah, the walk yeah. is so um, hard, <laughs> and
1: it's it's totally bananas. Like you can't, uh, you're not you're not gonna be pleased with what you come up with. But I think it's just like, yeah, it's just something you gotta
0: yes. do. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. So like, I know you do like you do your oil paintings. Um. But like, even you do a lot of digital work as well. Like, how how do you find? digital digital like is is um i'm trying to think what i'm gonna ask like do you would you what's what would you say is the main difference in terms of the work that you put out with digitally or with like traditional art art forms um
1: just like texture texture like the thing with digital is um like digital is i don't know i just i i think i just i'm drawn to it because like i kind of got into painting with photoshop um like when i was in college because a lot of animation now is digital so you'd be doing like digital paintings for the background and you'd be like drawing and like like even like 2d animation software kind of mimics paper but it's all like digital on tablets um so i just had that kind of equipment and like i think early on when i wasn't very confident with paint it felt easier to paint digitally kind of like you have like all the colors there in front of you and it's just so much quicker Oh, it's and way like it's you quicker, can really, yeah. really like st- streamline. Yeah, you can like streamline your workflow. Like it's still, it's not easy at all. Um, like I think some people think that because it's digital that it's like cheating. Yeah, but, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you still really have to know how to draw and how to paint. Like it's not a, it's not a, a magic bullet or anything.
0: Uh it's, no, funny, it's but it's funny with the with the digital stuff though. I always find like I'll show my dad. Like I always show dad whatever work that he do that I do. And like when I did my first kind of digital page and I did it for a, a single cover, of, um, what was it, uh, of my friend Chloe? Uh, I showed it to him and he goes, oh, that's a nice doodle. And I was like, it's not a doodle. That doesn't take, <laughs> that doesn't take like a, an hour to do. And he goes, how long did you spend on that? And I yeah. was just like, he goes, did you do it on your laptop? I was like, yeah. And I, goes, that, I was like, that took a couple of hours to do. Like that was not easy. And he's just like, hours, what are you doing? <laughs> what, what are you wasting your time for? He's like, just use a photograph. I was like, no. <laughs> i do like i do yeah it's I, weird like um people just no Go god sorry, just sorry fucking keep Zoom. Going. no 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 go you're, on, you're go on. on it there i was just i was just gonna say like um mm-hmm. i think with like i do enjoy doing digital painting like i really do like it like for, for i'll be doing i'm doing digital yeah. paintings for all the uh for all the podcast covers but um I can't I've I've got myself a studio space now and I actually can't wait just to actually sit there and use like real oils and real canvases and stuff because I just as much as I'd love sitting there and sketching and making something on digital that looks you can make it look so real like you can make it look like a painting it will never be for me personally anyway as enjoyable as actually sitting down with paints and brushes and and turpentine and all that kind of spin spirits like just sitting there making yeah. something on canvas it's a good it's a good place yeah, over I feel for like, it.
1: like I, I think um I feel like digital paintings shouldn't look like paint like I mean there's definitely there's like really impressive software out there that like mimics oil paint and stuff but like it's just why would you do that yeah, yeah, yeah. if you like you could be using paint like just there's like I think the really cool digital paintings that I've seen look Super digital, like you got like really saturated colors, and you got like glitch effects and stuff thrown in. It's just like I feel like art should kind of be about the medium. Mm. Like you shouldn't be fighting against the medium; you should be kind of like embracing it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, with like with oil paints, what I'm really just enjoying is like the different textures and like seeing if I add like this much oil or like this much uh, turpentine, like what happens and like. Yeah, it's it's just a whole it's a it's a similar thought process, but like a different.
0: I, I love with the oils the whole layering thing. up thing, like that you can actually wait till it dries like if you want to get like really thick textures, you can wait till it dries and yeah. then just layer it up on top and layer it up on top. Which is why like I remember um I I remember I was over in um London and this is why I would encourage anybody to go to like art museums and actually see like a uh, like a Jack B. Yates in person. Or like when I was in London seeing a um, a Jackson Pollock for the first time and it was this painting that took up the length of a wall. And for me, Jackson Pollock would never have been, you know, I'd never go, oh, I want to see a Pollock. Like it would never, he's just one artist that wouldn't really come yeah. to me at all. But see. Because
1: you've never seen one. Because you've
0: never you've seen, seen one seen in person. Book, yeah. Because right? you see it in a book and it's flat and yeah. it looks like just shit on a canvas if it's going to be exactly. perfectly. But then you see them in person and they're just amazing that the level of, of just stuff that's there and like you can really get the kind of um the just the the with the emotion and the with of what's coming on while he's making it if do you know you know you know exactly what i mean yeah it's a whole different yeah, game it's like
1: spontaneous and uh and gestural
0: yeah it was even like uh what was it i had my friend john with me and john basically what happened was john doesn't have any interest in art at all to be to be to be to be pretty to be pretty <laughs> blunt about it, and he he was like uh, uh, he brought me to a Holocaust museum, then he brought me to another museum, another history museum that had and it was basically we went to all these different history museums that was just awful beaten down kind of and just like this is why are humans so shit and then we went to uh, a comedy we went to the comedy store and he was like I was like we're going to the Tate yeah. tomorrow and he was like I'm not going to the Tate. And I was like, "We are going to the tape tomorrow." And he goes, "I'll tell you what. If we sit at the very front of the comedy audience, he goes, then I'll go to the tape with you tomorrow." We sat at the front. Um, oh, yeah. The comedian found, immediately spotted that we were Irish, annihilated me for ten minutes, then annihilated John for ten minutes, and then at the end, he goes, "In all seriousness." And was, by the way, this is a this is a packed out room. There's like three hundred people here, and he goes at the end. He goes. Uh, he goes. Just in all seriousness, guys, he's like, "What are you? What are you doing over here?" And in my head, I was just, I was just like, "Don't say going to museums. Don't say going to museums. Say going on the piss. Just say say going on the piss. Anything other than going <laughs> to museums." And then John goes with it, like just like not even thinking, just goes, "Oh yeah, you know, we're just going to museums and going around here and doing this." And your man goes, um, and he took like he nobody laughed or anything, and he just goes, "Do you know the people that go into Temple Bar?" And get a pint of Guinness and take and take a photo with their pint of Guinness. And John's there looking at him, not oblivious to what your man's actually getting at, going, Yeah. And he, and your man just goes, That's you, and the whole room laughing. Anyway, we go to the we go to the tape the next day, and John managed to do the tape modern in 10 minutes. But one of the things that I bring it all back, oh, he sped the whole sped the whole thing, but the bring it all back was we were at a Jackson Pollock and he's looking at it and there's a tour guide going over to the very right of a girl who's clearly knows her shit like quite a bit, working in the Tate, and she's talking about how you know impactful his work was and all this kind of carry on. And John's there going like, "I could have done this," and it's just like, N- "But you didn't," and that's the point. Yeah. Like,
1: I thought <laughs> and your was I disgusted thought you were gonna say that like, he had like a that he had like a revelation.
0: No, he didn't have any of that. <laughs> he liked.
1: You he and liked more he, one... he never cared about art, and then he finally saw. No. <laughs> us. Like, oh. A
0: very, been my life? a very long-winded story to get to the to get to that thing that you hear constantly of people saying, "I could have done that," and it's like, "But you didn't." <laughs> and you, It's the per, the reason why this is famous is because the person who did it did it first. Well, no, it's also kind of yeah. like a, like you know you get like Duchamp with the toilet seat and all that kind of carry on. Your people people are just going like. Oh, but this is you know that's just wanky, and it's like yeah, but you have to understand the time and the kind of the critique of what was going on. <laughs> well, like people are wanky. Yeah,
1: he <laughs> <laughs> was expressing the wankiness of the human condition.
0: Do you know it's it's funny? Like I remember having what was it? Uh, this it was it was in NCD as well. It was this woman talking about. Um, she was talking about how great Dali was and Picasso were the two painters that like whatever but uh they were going she was going on about how quirky they were and it was like when uh when when Dali uh pulled up to valet he wouldn't give the keys to his car he'd give a fish and she goes isn't that so quirky and i was sitting there going no that's just an asshole that's like and (laughs) then it was incredibly annoying it's incredibly annoying if you were working in that job and someone did that you'd be furious and then the other one was was like uh michelin star restaurants and it is genius But they would sign the receipt rather than pay the bill and then the receipt would be worth more than the meal and all that. Oh, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and I'm still there going, I'd still want the money for the food. Like, the idea of having to go out and sell the receipt, all this kind of stuff. (laughs) But, yeah, it's just...
1: I I don't know, know. though. You get way more for the receipt.
0: Yeah, but you have to get it, like, verified and I just, I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, I see see what you you mean about, like, artists acting like godly figures when it's like you're 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 just a, a dude
0: well to be fair the like i think <laughs> like, artists were much held in higher higher kind of esteem well i don't know actually i would like
1: to think that. It were, like, yeah in, but no but, i mean uh, like i think that the problem the annoying thing for me with like painting and fine art in general is that it's kind of irrelevant like it's not irrelevant but um people don't generally care about it like you were saying with john it's just like it's it's kind of it's it's become kind of niche it's not like the um it's not like a talking point like a you know you can't just go to a party and like start talking about art yeah because like people generally have like a passing interest in it but um i don't know it's just kind of like excluded people i think to the point where people have given up on it
0: do you think it got kind of too big for its britches in terms of like the kind of class thing of it
1: Yeah, like it's weird because so much like early 20th century art was kind of about like critiquing class Yeah, and kind of like what you were talking about, like, oh, I could have done that. Like in a way, like that's kind of the point is that 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 it's like it's it's liberating art for like, oh, you know, you don't have to you don't have to be like a technical genius. You don't have to go to college for 10 years or like study with with a master to learn how to paint to to make some good art it's like anyone who can hold a brush can make good art it's not about like it's not about that it looks like the thing it's about like whether or not it's interesting whether yeah. or not you have something to say so you'd think that that would mean that art would kind of be for everybody but yet it it somehow still isn't i think it's just cuz of the market it's like people with loads and loads of money who don't really care so much about art as much as they care about like an investment yeah they kind of dictate what is good um and then the other side are like over like you know highly highly academic people who who decide what's good so it's like if if you're just a a, just kind of a average person you don't really get any say in what art is good so why would you care about it
0: yeah that's good yeah it's kind of funny, though, like when you see academics critiquing stuff, you know, like it, it happens plenty of times with music and spe- like art as well. Like you see them shit on stuff that in the future is actually like yeah. really, really, really good. It's funny how that kind of works out. But uh, you were talking about like people like buying. Yeah, it. I love that. I love that as well. I think that's fantastic. Like fauvism came from a it's term like, for wild it's beast. It's such like. a thing. And in... Yeah. Which was basically saying this thing, like, in a polite way of saying this is absolutely shit. But, um, sorry, you were going to say it's funny how Watson?
1: (laughs) Um, I I don't know. You don't know? Um, (laughs) No worries. I think I was just, I think I was just agreeing with you.
0: Okay. But, uh, so, I'm trying to think now. Yeah, like, you know, with the whole thing of, um, whatever, about modern art. Like, it was funny, but you were saying about, um... People buying stuff as well. I actually had a teacher who would buy art, like buy quite a lot of it, but um, she, the, she never yeah. bought it. She never bought it for the intention of actually enjoying it, which is which I always found. <coughs> this is kind of my first kind of um, kind of introduction to the way, like you know, the like like particularly with painting, like the way that this actually like works as a business. And she was buying it, she, uh, buying all these paintings in bulk from these well-known Irish artists. And then she 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 showed us like a projector of and would go through her collection. And the way that she was going through it, I shit you not, was saying like, he's nearly dead when he dies. That will be worth a fortune. She's nearly dead. That'll be worth a fortune. She's not quite nearly dead yet. She's about another 10 years. But in 10 years, we're sitting there going like I was like, what, 15 at the time going, what the fuck is this? Like, it was kind of a hard. Where were you? who was i was in sorry, sc- is, i was in school i won't is, i won't name her in school uh, yeah i was in school i won't name okay her, but um she was But teacher. it was like your art teacher and it was school? my art teacher in school yeah and then and we were all kind of like that's
1: hilarious we were I've all kind of going
0: like what and then she was saying like well this is the way that the world <laughs> works is that your your stuff generally you'll find that when you're when you're dead it's worth a lot more than when you're alive <laughs> like
1: yeah i mean that seems to be right yeah i I mean, she's, <laughs> it's a good retirement plan. Like, yeah. fair play to her. <laughs> Can't argue If with you it. can, if you can, like, if you can find the stuff that, that you know is gonna, it's like playing stock markets. I mean, like, but,
0: but. it it is weird, has become more of a business than actually, like, well, not, I don't know for, for every form of it, but that it's kind of like, um, that for, for some people, it's a business. And then with the people who are making it, it's like sheer passion and extremely hard work. Like,
1: yeah, that's the weird thing is that, like, I feel like the the more time I spend making art, like, the less I care about making money. Yeah. Um, Which, it doesn't say that, like, I don't want to make money. Like, I I definitely want to make enough money that I can support myself securely while I make art. But, like, that's about it. Um, Because, like, if I cared about getting rich, I would have done something else. (laughs) (laughs) But also, it's just that, like it's really it's just like super super rewarding on like a on like a magical spiritual level like the the deeper you get into it yeah i don't know i just find like that when i'm like having a good day painting like i would i would happily trade any other sort of like material wealth for that
0: but i like i i'd completely agree with you like there like i can't really you know go on about myself being a fine artist because i'm not like i'm I'm working very much in commercial art i make art for other people but when i actually sit down and make something for myself and paint something for myself that i like like that i don't really that 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 feeling of not giving a shit who likes it or who doesn't like it and just sitting there and just going i'm making this yeah. is probably one of the best feelings in the world
1: yeah it's cool um it's very cool and like I don't know obviously it's not totally sustainable like at the end of the day you do have to make things that other people like um hmm. because it's just not going to get anywhere if you like doesn't matter if you're the only one who likes it depends i mean like it, it does you know depend. there's different 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 spaces like you have to make time for yourself and you have to make time to make money and then also just like making stuff for other people can be like massively rewarding as well because you just kind of you get to share something with somebody.
0: Yeah, it's kind of cool that like your subject matter with your subject matter that you actually get to paint like friends. Do you know what I mean? Like the and this, I the, I think yeah. it adds much more of a kind of an emotional kind of part to it, and kind of a really like it's it's just like it's cool. It, it's cool seeing that like Nile, for instance, or Alexia are in your paintings, and then it's just like yeah, but they but you, but but knowing you and then seeing that you you kind of it, it just adds so much more kind of. um, Ooh, I kind of think I can't really I don't, emotion. I'm just gonna say I'll just use the word emotion. It just it adds so much gravitas to the actual painting. Yeah. Like, like would you always? Jeez, would you, yeah, I feel like I kind of. No, sorry. Go on. Would I? Would I? What? I was gonna say, would you like? Would you always like? Um, would you, in terms of personal painting, would like? Would in terms of sorry, your your artwork, would it always be? Do you think you'd always use kind of people that are around you?
1: Um. Yeah. Mostly. Like, I'm actually working on one of somebody that I've never met. It's just like. Oh. it's just like wow this this looks really cool like this person other person just like sitting holding a dog and just looking really like just really powerful yeah um in a kind of like classical sort of like it just it really reminded me of like a Velasquez painting um oh shit particularly like the the clothes that they're wearing it's got like this really nice shine to it so i just felt like just as an exercise, like, I really, really want to paint that, like, I know that the authorship of that is kind of strange, because I'm, like, because someone, it's someone else's photo, but I've done that quite a few times, and I feel like it's, it's, like, it's not copying, I'm, like, doing something of myself, but then, obviously, it does owe so much to the person who took the photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: actually, Um, there is, but yeah,
1: so, like, I like to use my own photos a lot, as well, Yeah, yeah, go ahead.
0: There's a question. What was it that you mentioned the photo thing? Because I remember getting stick year. Now this is years ago. This is about five years ago, for doing a painting from a photograph rather than having the person in front of me. I don't really. It was like it was from a a person who's like a traditional fine artist. Me personally, I don't think that's an issue anymore. I think I personally feel that it's perfectly normal to paint from a photograph rather than have a person. yeah in front of you I don't really see I don't really see the harm in it at all now to be honest
1: no that's so funny like um because because obviously yeah like I've I've encountered that so much as well um and like I don't I, I I kind of know of people who paint from life um but like the idea that you're going to paint a person and like compensate them for their time when they're sitting in front of you like as as a like a student or or a, a graduate, like there's there's absolutely <laughs> it's completely not realistic. Like, because the person who's modeling has to get paid, and yeah, yeah. They're yeah. not like the amount of time it would take to have them sitting there is just ridiculous.
0: Like an oil to have um, somebody sit in I'm front like, of like, you yeah, for just, an oil painting is just insane. <laughs> like in today, like like it
1: is. Like I mean, it's upwards of like unless uh, you're like thirty hours, forward, like, of, unless you're like. Yeah, that's your... Fr-
0: yeah, I know it. Yeah,
1: yeah. It, it depends. But I mean, like, I know Lucian Freud used to... He used to paint someone for, like, 200-plus hours. Jesus and Christ! Obviously, by that <laughs> point in his career, you know, he could, he could afford he it. He could do it, yeah. Um, and, I mean, people would probably sit for him for free as well. Like, you never know. But, um, but yeah, it's just, like, most of the painters that I know use photos and are, like, completely unashamed of that. Um i do think there's something to be said for like learning to paint from life and learning to draw from life like because you do you just understand like depth much better because like at the end of the day when you're copying a pe- when you're not copying but when you're drawing from a photo it's like flat you are so drawing just the. It's the like sh- a lot of the work has been done for you yeah
0: I th- yeah just that's, the shapes that's yeah. what I, that's what i found with with um with drawing, uh, with uh, live drawing, you 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 understand more of like form rather than just jotting down this kind of like flat kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? You you have to kind of, you understand kind of all the grooves and all. Like with the photograph, yeah. you're only kind of seeing exactly what's in the photograph, which I know sounds stupid because when, yeah. you're, when you're live drawing, you actually see, you'd be looking at the exact same thing if there was a photograph taken with your eyes shut, but you, you, you just somehow see more, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And like, cause you have to frame it yourself as well. Like the the photo is already framed. Yeah. You know, it's already got the border, but when you're painting from something that's in front of you, you kind of have to decide like compositionally, where do I want this fit on the surface? Um, And yeah, also like painting from photos can be kind of like stiff because when you're painting somebody in front of you, they're always going to be moving a little bit and Mm. kind of feel that movement you'll feel the weight of 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 their body in the in the painting or in the drawing so um so i think that there's definitely something to be said for learning from and like studying from life as much as you can yeah but there's absolutely nothing wrong with like using a a paint a photo like i so many people do it
0: i always found that so like i know i said it already but it's so bizarre like i remember being given out to it's like if you're going to be doing portraits you should have the person in front of you I was painting like I was doing drawings of my girlfriend at the time for my portfolio and I was just like I'm not I'm not having her sit for like 3 hours having me sit there. <laughs> it's just it's not it's like, it's like how could you It's just weird it's not that it's it would weird be it's, awkward. it's just so yeah like like her mom walking in I thought you're watching a film no Barry's just trying to finish off his portfolio project
1: like <laughs> <laughs> It's just always like any time you think about that, it's just immediately your mind jumps to like the Titanic thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, how could it not be like how could they not how could it not be sexual? Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, no, because I've like I've drawn I've painted like friends from life a few times and um it's usually like, you know, maybe like an hour or two and yeah. if they're if they're really generous. But um but I've never got anything that I would be like. This is a finished piece that I would exhibit happily, like I'm yeah, proud yeah. of. Like it's always like a study.
0: Yeah. So but, yeah. Would you
1: I, do whatever you want, basically? Yeah.
0: I still can't believe you said that Freud painted for two hundred hours plus. Like, <laughs> it's just it's insane yeah. amount of time. Like, how? I'm not even going to try and calculate how many days. I mean, it's
1: it's it's cool. Like, I mean. Oh I, no! It, I, is cool. <laughs> it is cool. It is. cool. kind of. I usually don't. No, sorry. I don't think I've ever got anywhere near that with the painting like my paintings take pretty long but uh that's 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 a long time yeah that is a,
0: that's a long time <laughs> like, especially standing in the exact same pose but uh i guess kind of say my next question is like so f- like over um i've been saying this to i've been asking this to everybody so like over uh quarantine and all that kind of stuff i've tried to keep covid as much out of the interview as possible but I, I, at the beginning, found it <laughs> extremely hard. Get
1: the COVID section. Yeah, we have to have COVID Ooh.
0: section. I, at the beginning, f- found it really hard to kind of get inspired by anything because I was just kind of looking at my bedroom yeah. wall and stuff. So I was wondering, like, because you, you even just going through Instagram, you've been actively painting and working mm-hmm. nonstop. i was just wondering what kind of stuff has been inspiring you of late that kind of keeps you going, like, or kind of, you know, like,
1: Yeah. um. Stuff. That's true. Like I definitely it was such a fun kind of I don't know if it's a paradox, but like oh you you know, you want everyone always says like if I had the time I would do, get so much done and now you have the time and it's just like why would I do anything? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like it's there's just no there's no inspiration. There's like nothing happening. But um I kind of feel like as as I've, like it's it's obviously still like super weird and unnatural but um but kind of gone into a rhythm of it and like sort of found sort of inspiration in it um but the art that i've been making has definitely been a lot more like introspective and uh and just kind of like i don't know i've uh yeah i guess i've been more interested in like subconscious kind of themes like uh dreams and uh yeah just more more things that are kind of like gone with with me in my head and in my own space like yeah. even if i'm painting other people um it's really not so much a portrait as it is just like a kind of expression of the weird thoughts in my head <laughs> but, so uh, so that's kind of different for me because usually it would just be like it like i usually like my reference material would just be like paint uh photos that i take of of my friends and stuff so uh not having that has been has been different
0: yeah it's so like when you're well, i would never say like a portrait is just a portrait so like are you trying to get would you say that you're going to progress more in that kind of idea like are you looking more to pursue it or is it just because of the situation that you're in at the moment that it's the the done
1: thing yeah no it's definitely something um that um because like yeah, portraits can be kind of I don't know, like limiting, not limiting, but it's like I'm not just trying to paint the person as they look because the photo has already done that. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess like I'd rather it's it's like it's not so much portraiture as it's like figurative art. So the arts the the subject matter is like the human figure but it's also like like things of like abstraction and like subconscious sort of subconscious intrusions like that's what i'm really interested in um and sorry the main the main sort of reason that i got into like doing the the non-rectangular compositions yeah. is because when you're looking at something your eye doesn't like you never see in a rectangle and you never see in like one point perspective, like you're always moving and your eye is always looking around the place. I never
0: actually thought about it that way. And
1: that's, that's something that I got from the, from like the David Hockney book as well. That's like, that's sort of where I got that. He was talking a lot about like cubism and how cubism is. And like, it's, we, we haven't really like fully dealt with that yet. And that like, there's more there to explore. Um, Does he, he thinks that though, does he? yeah absolutely
0: oh he's an like amazing his, artist. a lot of his
1: art is about like yeah he is i mean like, like he's. Pro- i think that prob possibly prop i don't know definitely overvalued <laughs> because like his, his his work sells for so so much money but um yeah, I'd kind but of... he is just like i think it's like you can be kind of like you can kind of be um fooled by how like pretty and picturesque a lot of his work is when actually, like, there's a lot more going on there than you than you would you would uh, you think. Like, but he he's kind the... of one of these
0: artists that tries yeah. everything. Like he even I think I'm pretty sure he was one of the first artists that I saw that kind of took to doing um, like digital art. Like he was painting on his iPad. He had this series of iPad paintings. And one of my favorite things. Yeah, yeah. But I, I know it's kind of like he's he's done a lot better stuff, like the like the the collect the. the um, what the fuck the collage of uh, photographs that he did of the all uh, the collages that he did with photographs are amazing as well but one of my favorite things that he that he ever did was yeah when he was asked to redesign was it the sun's logo did you ever see that really he asked i think it was the sun he basically he was asked to redesign the logo for the sun and he sent them like a really badly like it looked like it was microsoft paint like a red thing with just the sun written on it and then just a badly drawn sun or something along those lines and i like it was probably one of the best pieces of art It's yeah, <laughs> not a
1: graphic designer <laughs> but it was such a it was such a that's pfft. the thing that's why art and design are such a different at odds and ends. different things yeah. yeah um actually that just while we were talking about logos uh i don't know if you've heard this uh it's a fun fact that i do uh, love the, the Chupa Chub logo
0: the Chupa Chub logo yeah, go on. Yeah,
1: do you know who designed that? No. Uh, Salvador Dali.
0: No, he did not. Really?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look it up. Well, I won't look it up now. <laughs> I just I, I, just like to bring that up whenever I can because it's it's so baffling. That's... This doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't make any sense. That, it makes no fan. sense. Like... <laughs> well, Dali's Catalan, but... I don't know where chip shops are from somewhere. <laughs> That's one
0: of the best fun facts I've heard in recent memory.
1: <laughs> that
0: makes no sense at all. I'm going to like literally as soon as this is, as this as this uh, episode yeah. is finished, I'm going to Google it and just be staring at it for about 10 minutes going.
1: Dude. Wow, I mean like. Wow. <laughs> if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's not true, then like leave it in the podcast. No, I'm definitely but, uh, leaving it in. Because like, I'm now that I've said it, I'm not sure if it is true. Like I, I'm, like 90% sure it's true, but it just doesn't make sense hey, to me. you say so, a lie enough,
0: be, we'll enough times it becomes a truth. So <laughs> we can start that, we can start that inter-rumor, internet rumor from here. What was it uh, actually like with the, it's funny how stuff like that spreads on the internet because you know the um, thing with uh, supposedly um, uh, 10 times a year, you swallow a spider in your mouth. Have you heard that before? <laughs> yeah. That came, yeah, yeah. that came from, um, College students in, I think it was Harvard or something. It was an uh, Ivy League college in the states, uh, testing to see um, how quickly lies spread on the internet. That's 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 where that, it's not true at all. There's oh. no there's no basis for it whatsoever.
1: Like that's hilarious. <laughs> you know what? I just found out that, um, you know, the Illuminati conspiracy.
0: Yeah. Wait, which one? There was there's plenty like, of them.
1: That Jay Z and I mean, Beyonce I mean, just, I mean, are like part the... of it and all. Oh the whole the whole uh, the whole <laughs> no, thing. Sorry. I just mean the, the 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 broad the broad theory that like the Illuminati are like this covert uh like they they control the whole world yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um I was watching a documentary um that says that that was like started by These guys who, um, I think one of them was working for Playboy at the time and, like, printed in between two ads, like an ad that kind of said something about the Illuminati. Basically, they were trying to prove that conspiracy theories are stupid (laughs) because it was, like, the Illuminati is, like, this Bavarian
0: Yeah, it was a real thing
1: at one point. Yeah, it's, like, absolutely a real thing, but it's just, like, the idea that, like, like when you look into what it actually is, the idea that it could control the world is like absolutely outrageous.
0: Ridiculous, yeah.
1: But so they set out they set out to do this as like a joke and just like as a social experiment to kind of prove that it was ridiculous. And then what happened is everyone ended up believing well not everyone, but I mean it's I, like a huge a, conspiracy it's a big theory thing, now yeah. It's
0: like... I remember like even like with those kind of things, like conspiracy theories are hilarious. Like one of the ones that I found recently was um, Nostradamus. Uh, I remember like dad had a book of all Nostradamus predictions, you know, predicting horrible, horrible world oh, yeah. events and stuff. And they're all, and people are like, so just like, yeah, he predicted 9-11 and all this kind of carry on. And it's like, if you actually look at the original quote, <laughs> because it's been redacted and changed um, years yeah. after years after years, the original quote is not even remotely close to what the the quote that you see now that people go-to conspiracy theories are hilarious some of them are so funny <laughs> like what was the one
1: yeah i feel like with not so as well it's like it's like those twitter accounts that are set up to just like make predictions oh, yeah, uh yeah. every day and then they'll like delete the ones that are false and then they'll end up predicting everything yeah but like, they put like a 100 by, a day or something know, like one of them's is bound
0: to be right eventually like yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah there was one about like Beyonce's like the name of Beyonce's child, I think, or like the name the day that her like album dropped or something. And then, yeah, it just it like that they just said every single day and then deleted <laughs> all of the days that it wasn't. But um, that's so stupid. Like but yeah, people like will with fall for it. It's like if you predict if you predict enough things, then you'll predict something, right? Yeah,
0: or you'll have people who just try and decipher it to just to, to kind of suit their narrative at the same time. But um yeah,
1: like the like QAnon conspiracy. Oh it's for fuck's sake! Like, don't start. <laughs> it's like life is too boring. Life is too boring to to be like just a load of bald white guys just going to work every day and making decisions. Like no, unfortunately, that's has, the way that it is. There has to be like a, a deeper <laughs> and there has to be a code. There was it's like a it's like a Darren Brown. Yeah, the, Darren the Brown, da Vinci the the da Vinci Code. Feel like it's his yeah, fault.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I remember when everybody was reading that book. My mum read that book as well, and then having to hear that it was satanic by some people as well. And I was just like, it's a book, like, and it's just po- it's literally just trying to <laughs> poke a bear. That some shouldn't... books are satanic. Yeah, some
1: some books there's are. There's nothing wrong with
0: that. I got a, yeah. I got a great book recently actually from, and I'm going to put this out there. This is not an ad, but there is a, a website. I'm, there's a website <laughs> called um, Heavy Metal Artwork who basically are trying to promote this idea oh. that um, uh, metal, like the genre, is, mu- is as much of like a culture to people as like punk is. So, you know, like punk is, it's a, like, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. So what they had recently was this book called Art Divinia, which is about people who explore kind of like heavy metal styled artwork. Like some of it's like hellscapes and stuff, but done in the style of like religious themed mm-hmm. paintings and stuff. And it just, I find it absolutely just incredible. Uh-huh. Like really, really, really gorgeous stuff. Well, I I forget what my point is of why I even brought that up. I uh, can't remember. Why did I bring that up? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> On that though, I
1: just think it's it's really funny that like, uh, sort of imagery and aesthetics of like what you would consider to be satanic.
0: Oh, that was it. it. All just comes Satan. from
1: <laughs> like it all just comes from christian imagery yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah it's the same thing almost but you
0: know i always find i don't know what it is with that kind of imagery i don't know if it's because like you know uh, my dad would be quite religious and was kind of brought up and looking at all that kind of stuff i just find there's something extremely interesting about like that kind of like uh evangelical or like uh even like hellscapes and stuff like bosch was kind of one of the first painters when i was young that really really yeah, really yeah. blew my mind i thought it was incredible artwork and then like um so like I'm trying to think of there was a couple of artists, actually I only was looking them up recently that I was talking about. Adam Burke is fantastic, but have you heard of Dennis Forkis? He did huh. the he did the artwork for no, I don't think so. he does these kind of it's the same kind of like they're just these old style kind of religious artwork kind of stuff, but they're they're again they're like hellscapes. And then J- J- uh, J- no hmm. Christina Frankov is the other one that I was looking at as well. Um, I was literally looking these people okay. up just before we even start. They're just th- again, it's this kind of like biblical thing, but they're it's they're kind of turning it on its head. If that makes sense, actually, your man yeah. uh, Dennis Farkov, he did the, he did the album artwork for uh, the Satanist by Behemoth, which we went to, which was an amazing gig. But did you see Negril is up for he's in he's he's being tried by the uh, Polish government again for blasphemy
1: oh i feel like wasn't like when was that gig like wasn't he being tried it was at 20, the time he was no, like, no no no
0: no he i think so we saw him i think in Vicker street in 2000 the whole
1: bible ripping thing no he was yeah so is this, the, is this the, still the, like the bible ripping no the bible saga, ripping thing the bible else?
0: ripping thing was a couple of years ago that's when he was he was performing at a festival i think i'm going to butcher the story but i think he's performing at a festival and the devil wears prada who are ironically a um metalcore band that they call themselves <laughs> the devil wears prada they're a cri- they're a christian metal band and they gave him a bible before he went on right. stage basically like you need christ and he went on he went on stage and tore it up yeah so the polish government tried to um trial him for blasphemy and he got away with it and then they did he had like a coat of arms Behemoth had like a coat of arms t-shirt um that people were saying i think it was linked yeah. to like nazi imagery and stuff and it wasn't it was just a coat of arms so they tried to try him again, but when we saw him, he was he was celebrating the fact that Ireland got away with the that got rid of the blasphemy law. That was what he was. Yeah, that's what he was celebrating. I remember that. But he's up for it again. he's up for blasphemy charges but, um, again. But why am in court now. He stomped on a v- picture of the Virgin Mary. Just a different.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Like. uh I don't know. Yeah. Each to the it's r- Like you kind of have to. If if. <laughs> Exactly. Each to their own. Like I, that's your shtick. Like you've really just gotta go for it, whole hog. Yeah. I when I
0: read it I was just like why why do you keep poking the bear? But again you shouldn't be in court over <laughs> it's
1: it's a whole it's a whole thing. We won't No, get that's into. the thing. I think he's doing it he's doing it just to ridicule the ridiculousness of the of the law. Like I mean You should
0: be allowed to you just, should be allowed uh, to critique anything in my opinion. It's the same with like kind of like comedy exactly. comedy you should be allowed to yeah. joke about anything within obviously there's such thing as really distasteful Mm -hmm. jokes but if 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 you're not allowed to talk about it you're allowed you should be allowed to talk about anything or nothing at all
1: is kind of the way that i see it but um yeah i just think it's kind of sad that like obviously for him it's like the um it's kind of like oh well you're a you're a satanic metal band like people expect that of you but it's like i feel like you can kind of compare that to uh like Sinead O'Connor's career being, being basically ruined for speaking out against the church in Ireland.
0: You know, it's funny. I had this conversation yeah. with people and kind of got, I remember having talking about it because it ruined her career. Like it it really did ruin her career. Um, I think Bruce Springsteen was the first person to bring her on stage after about two years. He was the only person that would bring her back on stage because everybody wanted to get rid of her, wow. but she was 100% right at the same time. Like yeah and, and then you have people saying that she was doing it for publicity and it's like why would anybody do that for publicity like sti- like uh, you're one of the big I mean like but people do but like well, I'm saying people That's what like, Behemoth this year but like, <laughs> yeah that is what they're doing actually yeah. yeah
1: no but it's like why would you you know you know the kind of publicity you're going to get from doing something like that especially like on especially on TV something like Saturday night, it was Saturday movies, night live like, like uh, probably yeah. like one of the, probably one of the biggest
0: live shows in the world I would say even, even by wow. today's standards it's still huge but back in the 90s I would say it was the show to be watching in the States anyway and you she's doing it was a she's singing War by Bob Marley as well like a stripped back cover of Bob Marley's son mm-hmm. but yeah no just uh, anyway, I don't know where I was leading I was hoping yeah, to do uh, but uh <laughs> So I guess, so we've been talking for over an hour now. So like I, I'm, I'm finishing off all the interviews with uh, all the podcast episodes with this question, which is uh, what do you enjoy most about the art that you create?
1: Oh, um, oh geez. I don't know. Like, I guess that I just get to create it and it's like, I get final say in what I do. Um, that's the thing that's really special about it it's like any other job that i've had it's like I'm, I'm working for someone else and when i'm creating art it's like entirely like i can do whatever i want yeah um so yeah that's that's pretty empowering
0: no i said that, that um that's just
1: it's a great space to be in as well yeah like just to be like listening to music or or not listening to music and to just Doing doing my thing, just doing your own thing.
0: Yeah, I say it's very liberating, like just being able to create whatever you want to create without having to stick to whatever. Like,
1: yeah, it is. It's and it's like it's a. I think it's enriched my life like so so much. Like I think I'm a much kind of happier, more intelligent person because of it. Mm. And it's like such a privilege that I kind of wish that like more people had the time to to do these things and like not even like i know people like people say like oh i'm i'm, I'm no good at art like uh, everything looks like a stickman it's just like well like try it out if you know if, if you've had the time and the the inclination then like you could yeah yeah and like
0: stickmen are cool but, but... Just enjoy your stickman. <laughs> stickmen are cool i used to play stickman flash games all the time on uh on uh what was it? Oh yeah, I mean, they are the best. They were the best. So anyway, we'll we'll leave it there, Owen. So just uh thank you so much for coming on. And uh just the last thing is if any yeah, thank if you. anybody wants to check your stuff out, where can they check it out?
1: Uh mostly on Instagram uh at ODForge O D E F O R G E. And uh the same on on TikTok. Uh more TikToks to come. Oh I'm, what? I'm currently only one TikTok deep.
0: I didn't know but, you started uh, we'll TikTok. We'll I didn't do my research.
1: <laughs> yeah, I started TikTok yesterday. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you got
0: to keep up. I do got to keep up. That's bad. That's bad uh, researching. Anyway, we'll leave it there, Owen. Thank you so uh, much for It was for literally that. yesterday. All right. Okay. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. I'm just uh, And if anybody wants to ask me a question, you can uh, email me at the who thou podcast at gmail.com or just send me a message on instagram uh we'll leave it there thank you everybody and goodbye